Hello there, good morning, good day, good night, good afternoon, good evening, and good luck. It is welcome to, I forgot the show name, (laughs) how C sues it. Oh my goodness, how C sues it. I'm your host, C. The letter C stands for Chris, so don't get any other ideas about what C could stand for. It stands for Chris. And this is the first installment of How C Sues It. How C Sues It. The show about, I'm going to go episode through episode, episode through episode, of Glee. First season. Let's let's just get right into it. This is season one, episode one. And May 19th, 2009. I was a sophomore. Yep. So I was I was like, this became my favorite show. Or not my favorite show, but I did like it. It was one of my favorite shows. For sure. Up there with all the... It's definitely an underrated comedy. Because I rewatched the first 21 episodes during this quarantine. So I watched all but the last episode of season one so far. And it's funny. It doesn't get... It's due for being... It's just a funny show. And yeah, I was... I remember I was a sophomore and some of the main characters are sophomores. So I was like, these are my people. I'm going to grow up with these people. Even though then you look it up and the guy who played Finn, he was 28. But that's a sad story, though, because that's what's what's his name? Corey Monteith. Dang, that was good recall right there. That was some good random recall. Yeah, he he died of overdose. If you didn't know that. That was a while ago. That was back in 2013. That was during the show. That was while Glee was on the air. So, yeah, that was crazy. But... He was old though. He was. He you could tell though. The guy who plays Finn. Yeah, he, he he's got a baby face, but he seems a little older. But yeah, that's I don't know. That that's the funny thing though. Is most of the actors are. In their early twenties. Of course. Makes sense. All right, they're actors. It's it's Hollywood. It's all it's all smoke smoke and mirrors. Alright. Let's just get into it. Pilot, first episode. Op- <clears throat> optimistic high school teacher Will Schuster tries to refuel his own passion for performing arts while reinventing McKinley High School's Glee Club and challenging a group of outcasts to realize their star potential. Going up against McKinley's cruel high school 
caste system. That's, that's a funny way to caste system. So, wait, now I gotta look up, because I definitely have heard of a, I mean, I know, I like, I know in principle, what's the caste system? It's a paradigmatic ethnographic example of caste in India. It's class structure determined by birth. It means in some societies, if your parents are poor, you're going to be poor too. America prides itself on not having a caste system because people can pull themselves up by their bootstraps. As my Uncle Steve would say in his book, I think it's called, what to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. That's the name of this book. It's on Amazon. Throwing a little shout out to Uncle Steve there. Okay, that's a caste system. So, your rank is determined by your family, parents, wealth, status. Okay. That's a, that's funny that Glee High School, <laughs> I just call it Glee High School. Glee, McKinley High. That's funny that they have a caste system. And facing harsh criticism from everyone around him, Will is determined to prove them all wrong. This episode introduces major plot lines such as Will's motivation to build the new directions. Man, new directions. Is this before? This definitely is before One Direction. Now, when did One Direction become... Maybe it's not. Maybe when did One Direction become popular? Yeah. Formed in 2010. All right. So they were probably fans of Glee. Yeah, that that's so funny. Harry Styles. Just let me adore you. That's the only thing I'll ever do. That's the only thing I'll ever do. Walk through fire for you. Just let me adore you. Or he's got the other one. Honey, I... The other one is... What's the words of it? It's a sign of the times. We gotta get away from here. We got to get away. We got to get away. That's my Harry Styles. That's my Harry Styles. Next time I go to the haircut, once once the the haircut shop reopens, I'm gonna ask for a Harry Styles. You know, just just give me some Harry Styles. Oh, that'd be a funny name for. <laughs> that'd probably be some sort of copyright infringement, but that'd be a funny name for a haircut shop, a barber shop. Harry Styles. Or maybe. That could be the name of the book. You know how they always have a book at Great Clips or Supercuts? You just look through the book and you can you can bring it with you. And that'd be funny to... I've never used it. I've never used the book per, to just point 
give me make me look like make me look like Matt Damon in the Martian. I want to be a spaceman. <laughs> I want give me some space hair. Uh that just made me think what do astronauts do about their hair? They must they must bring buzzers with them and they probably buzz each other's hair. How, how come astronauts they actually they usually do have Wait, is that is that why they call him Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why they call him Buzz Aldrin. Cuz he was always cutting his astronaut teammates astronaut squad the goon squad the astronaut goon squad he's always cutting everyone's hair buzz aldrin he's the barber of the group he gave neil armstrong a real real hairy style all right <laughs> all right let's just keep it going here oh what was i gonna say oh i was gonna say about copyright I noticed this last night I was watching the congratulations music video Post Malone and Quavo is wearing a t-shirt Quavo from Migos is featured on it he's wearing a t-shirt and the logo is blurred and isn't that ironic isn't is it is it ironic? Cause the video has over a billion views. Billion with a B. And so I don't I think copyright laws they're just I don't understand them at all. That's my that's my one of my biggest weak spots. Is I was so bad at law law classes I oh man I I just I would I'd be a terrible lawyer <laughs> I would never be a lawyer gosh or I'd never be a lawyer or a doctor or or a law enforcement I I could never something I couldn't but I don't think those jobs are good fits for me <laughs> I think I think I'm more useful as a, as something more creative because yeah I think the world needs creative people right it definitely does there's plenty of people who there's lots of smart people especially from like China and India if you start talking about doctors right <laughs> that's a positive stereotype but it's just a fact though that yeah just well educated but then but then you also need creative people i think so i think creative people are i'm not being very creative by talking about this but <laughs> breaking it down to the nuts and bolts but yeah i'm just saying i don't I don't understand nuts and bolts. <laughs> Speaking of nuts and bolts. 
That sounds like a nuts and bolts would be a good a name for a. It, it could be a a health store slash auto parts. Yeah, health. So like a bunch of trail mix and cashews, and then and then a bunch of wrenches and yeah, you get it, right? Isn't that funny? <laughs> you don't you like it when you like it when the podcast person, the podcast host, asks you if something's funny. <laughs> isn't that? Isn't it? Isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like Wayne. Are you ready? It's good advice that you just can't take. It's a feeling. <laughs> Alright, what am I? I don't mean, what song is that? That's a song from... Is that Alanis Morissette? I think that's Alanis Morissette. That's a fun name to say. I can understand why she made her name... Alanis Morissette? I mean, come on. What's her real name? We gotta look it up. Alright. <laughs> is it her? I swear it is. I'm pretty sure. I'm just babbling. It's like rain. What if this is her real name? I'm gonna... Oh, no way. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> For, so she's Canadian. It is her. What that that what that's what I was really surprised about. I'm like, no way, she's Canadian. No way. No, but her name is Alanis Morissette. That's her name. Gosh, I've never heard. Gosh, <laughs> I've never heard the name Alanis. It's kind of like Aladdin, but she was born before Aladdin, back in 74, because Aladdin was the 90s, and she's married to Soul Eye, who's a hip-hop artist from Boston, Soul Eye, gosh, that's a, that's kind of a corny, <laughs> I don't get I don't get that name. Soul Eye. Does he have a soul patch? If he doesn't, nah, nah, no soul patch for Soul Eye. It's kind of a corny name, if you ask me. I don't. I don't want to make fun of. <laughs> Sorry. No offense, Soul Eye. Don't come after me with your. Boston. Boston people are scary, honestly. <laughs> I'm I'm in, if I'm intimidated by any is that is that racist to me? <laughs> Boston people. It's true. God, that's scary. But they they just seem like some loose cannons sometimes. That might be a generalization though. I think we're just a little more laid back here on the West Coast. I might, I think that's 
known people in the... I've never even been to Boston, though. So, I want to go. I want to go to Fenway Park. Fenway Park. Go get a... Go get a hot dog. Let's go get a hot dog. Eat some mustard. Uh, get some mustard. You gotta have that New England quiver. Got that Boston quiver in your voice. Family pack. (laughs) (laughs) The sacks. It's like they're someone's tickling their toes. I don't know. I don't know. I have no. I want to go to Boston though, because I like. I really enjoyed Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Get some water. Go to go to Philadelphia and get some water. I liked Philly. And that was that was before I could drink. That was with my that was the East Coast baseball trip, two thousand eight, with cousin Matt, Uncle Steve, the aforementioned Uncle Steve, and my my dad my dad. <laughs> Uh, y'all. I liked Philly. I really liked the cobblestone streets. And we went to Independence Hall. Hall. Where they signed the Declaration of Independence. Why, Why didn't they call it Declaration Hall? Maybe it's Declaration Deck. That's what they call the... The front, the front deck. See, see, that's what the kind of stuff that <clears throat> if I'm, they need my, they need me in the marketing department. Do they have a marketing department for? I wonder who runs that Independence Hall. It's probably some, some sort of historic organization. I'd say. Let's see, Independence Day just keeps coming up. Independence Hall is the building where both the United States Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution were declared or debated and adopted. (laughs) That'd be funny if they said the Declaration was declared. That's when they declared the Declaration. It is now the centerpiece of... Independence National Historical Park in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Phillyvania. (laughs) I'm going to start calling it Phillyvania. Yeah, Phillyvania. Phillyvania. That's fun. That's going to be the name. That, and that shall be, see, don't you like it when we, when we come up with a name together? Isn't that fun? Isn't that just a fun Phillyvania? <laughs> All right. Oh, I just want to see. I just want to th- locate 520 Chestnut Street between 5th and 6th Streets. Architect William Strickland. Let's let's pull up William Strickland. He lived from November 1788 to April 6, 1854. Wait, I thought... Wait, so how could he be the architect if... 
wasn't it signed in it was signed in 17 the building was completed 1753 there you go so I don't understand how <laughs> that doesn't make sense the the architect was born in 1788 I feel like Nicolas Cage right now <laughs> I feel like Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. I'm I'm piecing. I just solved this mystery. I just now I gotta go to. I gotta go to Washington D.C. Wait, I thought, oh, cause D.C. is where the, that's where the Declaration of Independence is. Which I've also seen that. So there you go. I'm two for two there. And yeah, I gotta break in. Because it's going to be closed because of the quarantine. Uh, let's see. It was UNESCO. Oh, this is who runs it. Sorry for yelling. I, I'm, I'll try not to yell in your ears. Yeah, I got excited. UNESCO World Heritage Site. That's who runs it. It's a World Heritage Site. There you go. Alrighty. It was designated 1979. That's recent. And the U.S. National Historic Landmark District Contributing Property designated, oh, that's what it is, in October 15th, 1966. Part of Independence National Historical Park. Very, very good. All right, let's get back to... Oh, wait. I, I never wrapped up. Yeah, I was just saying, is it ironic that the copyright laws prevented that company... Back to Quavo. Back to... I'm circling way back around here. We're doing a big U-turn. It's funny. It's ironic that the copyright laws prevent that company on Quavo's t-shirt from getting all that free advertisement. I don't really know what ironic means. <laughs> I'm not too sure what ironic really means. So don't don't quote me on it, but I think it is ironic, isn't it? Cuz I I just don't understand the copyright laws and I don't even know if it is a copyright laws or, you know, it, it, this isn't a law podcast. That's why I don't do one of the one of the many shows. I don't do a law show. Cause I don't, and I don't. I'm not into it. All right. Back to Glee. Here we go. So where were Will's motivation to build two? I was gonna say two directions. <laughs> I was going to call them two directions. That's like one direction. Gosh, that would be, that's, gosh, that's another great. No, I think we'll save, let's table. That's hilarious. We'll table Phillyvania for next episode for the title. But we're going to, this one's called, as you can see, two directions. Come on. It's like new directions and one direction combined. 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 Let me, all right, 
Christopher Walken saying combined. Combined? That's not bad. <laughs> let me let me see where I'm at. I, I gotta look at the I just looked at the time mark so I can I can look back and I can listen to my walking while I'm walking. Now I'll leave the phone at I leave the phone at home. I charge it. I charge the phone while I'm walking. Alright. <laughs> combined. Combined. Uh, combined. Alright. <laughs> it's just addictive. Doing walking impressions is addicting. Someone should tell you that. It's a what do they call it? A gateway drug. <laughs> Doing a Christopher Walken impression is a gateway impression. It's to doing De Niro. What's the matter? <laughs> wait, that was the wait, wait, that was the worst De Niro. <laughs> uh, you talking to me? Oh yeah, that's what he says. You talking to me? De Niro's a hard one. I think De Niro's a hard one. I like Pacino. I like doing a claw. Yeah. Ooh. You got claw for that inch. It's about the six inches in front of your face. Robert. Robert. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not even good at... I'm I'm not going to pretend that I'm good at impressions. I'm not. I'm not. Okay? I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to try doing a... (laughs) Bill Maher is a hard one. I'm not good at impressions. Okay. That's just my that's my impression of Kyle Dunnigan's Bill Maher. I'm not good at impressions, okay? Well, I don't say I'm good at impressions. That's terrible. I don't, I don't even watch Bill Maher. Or, so I haven't... Actually, I did. I watched him on Joe Rogan. <clears throat> I watched that episode. Okay... Um, Rachel and Finn's relationship, choosing between football and Cheerios, in Glee Club. <laughs> I like that. I like the last one. I like how general the last one is. They're just like, it's about Glee Club, you know. <laughs> the first episode of Glee is about Glee Club. Sue's motivation to tear the Glee Club apart, and Quinn's. Desperately trying to get Finn back. It's the old Quinn Finn. Quinn Finn. Quinn Finn Pro. The episode was directed by Ryan Murphy and written by Brad Falchuk, Ian Brennan, and Ryan Murphy. Let's see. The McKinley High Cheerios are practicing a difficult routine by relentless cheerleading coach Sue Sylvester. Spanish teacher Will Schuster... Gosh, I always forget that he's a Spanish teacher. And that not that not that he couldn't be. I guess maybe that's maybe that's kind of a joke cuz they're just doing a nod a nod to it being in the middle of Ohio. And there's probably not not many Mexican people or Hispanic people in the middle of a country in Lima, Ohio. 
I bet that is. I never thought of that. I bet that's supposed to be a joke, right? That Will Schuster, just the whitest dude ever, is the Spanish teacher. All right, now now I'm starting to, I'm starting to think like Murphy. I'm getting in that Murphy mindset. Dropkick Murphys, dropkick Ryan Murphys. <laughs> that's what, that's what his rival directors. That's what they. They write in their in their journal. I just I want to dropkick Ryan Murphy. <laughs> I want to dropkick that Ryan Murphy. I wonder if people get that joke. <laughs> Do people know the dropkick Murphys? Speaking of Boston, speaking of Boston, speaking of Boston, uh, Tessie, John and had it. I wanna mess around Tessie You wanna hide I wanna hit a crowd Road to the sun Don't blame us If you never shine You know we couldn't Live without you Tessie You are the one One and one You one and one <laughs> I don't know the words to that song uh, that'd be a fun podcast where I just sang songs where I don't know the word. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> a show where I don't know where I sing songs. I don't know the words. The words. That's funny. Is it funny? Would it be fun? Wouldn't it be ironic? <laughs> that's see that's the first episode right there i've already done a couple episodes within this episode do you like how i said episode okay okay spanish teacher will schuster parks his car gosh which has a loose exhaust pipe this is very deep <laughs> This is such a detailed summary. <laughs> this is the most detailed summary of a plot I've ever... They didn't really need to tell us. Do they really need to tell us that he parks his car? God, couldn't we have... Couldn't we have assumed that? <laughs> we could have figured that one out. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm using... Glee.fandom.com <clears throat> It's kind of a Glee TV show Wikipedia. So so he parks his car, which has a loose exhaust pipe, which sounds like a sexual slang, <laughs> and then walks past several members of the football team, including Finn Hudson and Noah Puck Puckerman. Surrounding flamboyant student Kurt Hummel by the dumpster. Kurt. Will greets them fondly and passes by without a clue as to what jocks have in store for the small teen. <laughs> that just sounds weird when they said, why didn't the small... They're, I mean, they're teenagers too. Like, why did they say... They said that Kurt is a teen... 
but so are Finn and Puck. They're all they're all in high school. I don't know what <laughs> this is a funny I'm a, this is gonna be funny. I can already tell. This whole this whole summary I like the way it's written. I like the writing. I like the writing, okay? I like his I like his writing, okay? As he leaves. Gosh, you know what a, a really <laughs> see this is gonna happen a lot. I'm just gonna start talking while I'm reading. <clears throat> a, a, speaking of impressions, my my favorite impression is, is this good this impression right here. It's it's a very hard one. It's a hard impression. But I'm I'm a it's it's Johnny Depp. My name's Johnny Depp, and I like to drink rum, and I like to, uh, I, I wear many beads, and I, 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 I go out on pirate ships, and, uh, <laughs> that's not very good. It kind of, mine sounds like, it sounds like Eddie Vedder. John, yeah. Johnny Depp and Eddie Vedder. They're, they're from the, the same, they're cut from the same cloth. I mean, <laughs> you probably could, they're probably, they're very different. But I wonder what, all right, because now that I'm talking about Johnny Depp and Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder, he's from Chicago, he's, he's Chicago, and I think Johnny Depp is from Kentucky, yeah, he's from Owensboro, Kentucky, that's, that's Johnny Depp's hometown, what is what do you think, what's your guess as to what, I have no idea what Johnny Depp's ancestry is. You know what I mean? Because he's very, I guess I'll just Google, oops, not, not press on Google. I don't want to, Johnny Depp heritage. Because he seems like he could be Caribbean like, like he seems like he's Captain Jack Sparrow, whatever Captain Jack Sparrow is. That's what. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Like he seems like he could free, be from the just some random, like Bali, or just. But no, he's not. He's English. He's primarily English. He's English. Johnny, Johnny Depp is, we claim him as one of our own. <laughs> Johnny Depp. He's bloody, he's bloody one of our own. He's bloody, he's bloody part of our crew. He's part of the British. He's part of the British army. Johnny Depp is part of the British. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you just got to make your tongue. I think to do a British, when you do the British accent, you just gotta make your tongue. You gotta make your tongue real big in the middle of your mouth. In the middle of your mouth. You, 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 you can't use your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible. This is terrible. This has devolved into a charades. <laughs> a, a verbal charades. <laughs> Verbal charade. Come on. I keep up I keep on coming up with amazing titles. How many how many different great titles am I gonna come up with? Verbal charades. Come on, that sounds like a 
an improv. I guarantee there's an improv group in LA. It's called Verbal Charades. Come on. <laughs> if there's not, that's a great name. For, that's a name for something. I mean, so he's primarily, he's British. He, he, he's British. With some French, German, and Irish. Yeah, also Irish. Which isn't Irish. Isn't Ireland part of... Gosh, I'm so... <laughs> Ireland's part of Great Britain, right? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? See, I don't know. Oh, Scotland. Scotland's definitely. But I don't... What is... See, I don't, I'm confused. What is divined? What's divined? <laughs> divined as Great Britain? It is... Which countries? It's... Let's see. It just says Northwestern Europe. It's the island of the UK, United Kingdom. Okay. So it's Scotland and England and Wales. It comp- yeah, there you go. Yep. Very good. And then Ireland's... Ireland's... Uh, Ireland. Hi, Ireland. Hi, Ireland. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Scotty. Get your lucky charms in ya. It's Ireland. Oh, hey. <laughs> that's, my, that's my Irish laugh. Hey. It's like a whale, or not. It's like a dolphin. This is my impression of an Irish dolphin. Hey. Hey. Irish dolphin. <laughs> Another. I'm just gonna keep writing. I'm just gonna keep writing these down. That sounds like a a drink at a at a, a some sort of tiki bar. Let me get a a a flight of Irish dolphins. Uh, doesn't that sound tasty? Doesn't that sound good? Alright. <laughs> we're just walking. This is wonky. These these morning episodes get wonkier. I like I like the morning episodes. I like doing doing it in the morning. Cause it's just it's better. It's just better for me. Cause my brain is more firing right now versus at night. At night I'm just I just, especially after all these days of just not just hanging out at home and it just makes you, for some reason, it makes you tired. Versus if I, when I do a bunch of stuff, when I'm busy and I do a bunch of stuff, then I just get wired and I just, just want to stay up till midnight. All righty. Where were we here? As he leaves, the jocks grab Kurt and unceremoniously toss him in the dumpster after allowing him to take off his expensive name brand jacket. Will gazes at the school trophy case where a tribute plaque to the late Glee Club coach Lillian Adler reads, By its very definition, Glee is about opening yourself up to joy. Later, Will is teaching verbs with his Spanish class, where a bored Finn is struggling to concentrate. Uh, one second.
One second, guys. I just had to wet my beak. All right, here we go. With some, with some water. You, you get some water. Can you get some? Can you get some water? That's how. <laughs> that's how you ask for water in Philadelphia. You, you guys get some. You guys get some water. All righty, here we go. Where were we? Current Glee Cub coach Sandy Ryerson and his lead soloist Hank Saunders are practicing Where is Love from Oliver together in the choir room where Sandy proceeds to touch Hank inappropriately on the stomach as a jealous Rachel Berry watches from outside the door. This That's just weird. <laughs> touch must. I like how they made it like cheeky though. They're like, he's just, he's, he's just uh, going to touch him on the stomach. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's so weird. Let's just move on. In the teacher's lounge, Will asks his coworker and McKinley high school football coach, Ken Tanaka, where the coffee pot is. Ken remarks that Principal Figgins got rid of it due to the budget cuts and suggests they strike because of it. Sue and, that's hilarious. <laughs> Ken's funny. Ken's a funny character. Sue enters the room with lattes for the two, just as guidance counselor Emma Pillsbury enters the room with her lunch, which is stored in Tupperware, and she also uses disposable gloves and wet naps to clean the table she eats at, implying she's a perfectionist and misophobic, which must mean germaphobe, which is funny because now it's just... Obviously, obviously, everybody's doing that stuff now. Emma politely greets Ken and Will, with Ken eyeing her as she eyes Will, both clearly interested. Emma asks why Sue bought lattes, to which Sue remarks that she felt bad for Figgins, that Figgins cut the coffee budget to pay for a nutritionist for the Cheerios, which leads to small banter between the two. Ken tries to flirt with Emma, who is uninterested, and Emma eventually brings up that Sandy got fired. Will then asks who will take over Glee Club. It sounds like he's interested. Will meets Principal Figgins in his office and asks to take over Glee Club, but Figgins is cynical. Figgins mentions that it'll take $60, $60 a month to keep the program, and that if Will wants the school support, then Glee Glee Club would have to bring in the same kind of money that Cheerios brings him. While sleeping with his wife, Terry, Will tries to think of a way to hide the money from Terry while subsequently getting the kids motivated to join. During his thought process, he jolts up after coming up with a name for the club. New Directions. Two Directions. <laughs> Add a billboard. With a sign-up sheet for Glee Club, various students secretly apply. I'm getting parched. My mouth is... My... My... My word... My word vault is dry. Mercedes Jones, a diva-ish student, sings a powerful rendition of Aretha Franklin's Respect by Aretha Franklin. All right, they didn't need to say Aretha Franklin twice. <laughs> Who's it by? Kurt Hummel auditions with Mr. Cellophane from the Broadway musical Chicago. Chicago. 
during which he hits an impressive high note. Tina, Tina Cohen Chang, a shy Asian American student and wheelchair bound Artie Abrams, sign up. And Tina comically auditions with Katy Perry's recent hit, I Kissed a Girl. And finally, talented Rachel Berry auditions with a moving version of On My Own from Les Miserables. Les Miserables. That's my French. Les Miserables. 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 Ah. Jean, Jean Valjean, Jean Valjean. I don't, don't act like I don't know Les Miserables. Les Miserables. We read it, and we watched the movie. But we read that in high school. I think we read it. Yeah, we must have. We definitely read it. And we also watched the movie, which now, now I gotta look up, because I can't remember. Was it Liam Neeson? Who starred in it? Isn't there an older movie? Not from... Not 2012. I was not I was already graduated from high school in 2012. 1998. Here we go. What's... Who's in the... Oh, no way! Did I say Liam Neeson? Did I not... Did I not just... I said that. I did. <laughs> I like how now I'm questioning myself. I was half joking because I just really didn't remember. But it was. It was Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's. Of course it was. Jean Valjean. Uma Thurman as Fantine. Jeffrey Rush as Inspector Javert. Claire Danes as Cosette. Hans Matheson. As Marius Pont something. And yeah. Some other. Those are the main people. Oh my. I got the. Now I got the coffee burps. The coffee burps. Alright. Here we go. How, how far are we? Maybe I should just. This is so. It's so much stuff. Yeah. We'll just make it a. We'll just end it right here. <laughs> I'm just going to abruptly end it. Because we'll just make it part one. Of episode one, the pilot. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm stretching. I'm standing. I'm standing and stretching now. I suggest you do the same. Just every day, stretch. Touch your toes. Touch that ground. Keep reaching for that ground. I'm, I don't want to brag, but... I mean, I'm saying I'm six foot three. I'm six three. And I, I touch the ground. So, I'm not bragging, but <laughs> I'm trying to inspire. Because you're, you're probably shorter than me. So, you should be able to... It should be harder for me to touch the ground, right? Based on simple physics. So, I'm trying to encourage. <laughs> I'm saying... And you can't just do it. You don't automatically be able to do it. You gotta, you gotta start... Start... At your, you know, reaching down to your ankles and then work your way down is what I'm saying. Just like with anything. You got to start from the bottom. I don't know why I'm... Sometimes I turn into a fitness coach. <laughs> I turn into a personal trainer for the... A podcast trainer. Ah. 
podcast trainer. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love, I love you. My, now I got to do Italian. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. All right. Is it, see, we've done all the different, not all of them. We still have lots of, <laughs> there's, there's lots of different accents to do. All right. But once again, I, I need to stop doing, <laughs> it's just fun. I just can't stop doing it. It's just, it becomes fun. It's fun. It becomes it becomes enjoyable, en- enjoyable. All right, I love you, and have a great day, at home or at work or whatever you're doing. Out for a run, out for a walk, out for a jog, out for a. All right, goodbye. Take care. I love you. Bye. Share the podcast with friends. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. It's Easter. Oh my God. I totally forgot that it's Easter. <laughs> I totally forgot that it's Easter. Oh, maybe I'll have to do a, we'll have to do some sort of Easter recognition. But yeah, enjoy your Easter Zoom conference with your family, with the family. All right. And um, yeah, is there anything else? Huh? Rate and review on iTunes, share it. And I love you. I love you. Bye.